0: Hi, you're listening to Spotlight on Broadway Radio. I'm your host, Jenna Tessa Fox. Right now, through February 24th, New York City and Co., the city's tourism board, is celebrating Off Broadway Week, offering two for one tickets to major shows, including Alice by Heart, Avenue Q, Gloria, The Cake, and lots more. The Tourism Board worked with the Off-Broadway League to organize Off-Broadway Week, and we have Terry Byrne, the first female president of the Off-Broadway League, with us today. Uh, Thank you so much for being here with us, Terry.
1: It's a pleasure. Thanks for asking me.
0: So Terry's work with the League includes participation with uh, negotiating committees for the League's uh, agreements with AEA and SDC. She's been a board member since 1993. She also served on the administration and host committees for the Lucille Lortel Awards and as chair of the Off-Broadway chapter of the Broadway Green Alliance. She is also including all of that. She's also the general manager of the West Side Theater. So you have certainly done an awful lot for the off-Broadway community. What attracted you to that sector of the city's theater
1: community? I began my career working off-Broadway, um, first as a box office treasurer and in many different box offices around the city, all off-Broadway theaters, and then moved on to work as a company manager, uh, both off-Broadway and on-Broadway. And in, in that, uh, transition of starting to see what it was like to work in off-Broadway and Broadway theaters, I realized that I loved off-Broadway. There's something about working on an off-Broadway show. You can wrap your arms around it. You can know everyone on the show. Uh, that's a delight. It's it's really great in this collaborative art to be able to feel that you can know and, and, and sort of understand everyone's perspective where they're coming from, and who they are, and what their background is, and and I love it, and it it does create um, a real intimacy. I mean, we think that off Broadway theater, um, one of one of its great um, assets for the audience is the intimacy that that uh, is inherent in the size houses we perform in, but there's an intimacy within the company as well.
0: What were some of the first shows that you worked on off Broadway?
1: Well, I had the great pleasure of working with a group called the Mirror Repertory Company. It was one of my first gigs. And um, it was a a company of actors that performed uh, between three and five shows in a season. And in repertory, literally, the the sets were changed over in the theater at night, and you would be performing. um, they would be performing the time of your life, the Saroyan play one night and, uh, Gorky's children of the sun, you know, the next. So, um, that was exciting. Uh, from there, I went on to work with Charles Bush and his company for several years. And, oh, and cool. The empire, lesbians of Sodom. And, uh, I was the company manager on that show. And then on uh, psycho beach party, right down the street, uh, it was the Provincetown playhouse and the players theater, both on McDougal street. And, uh, It was that that was so much fun that I can't even I I, it's like it didn't seem like I was going to work every day. It was just it was a delight. It was was just a great deal of fun. Um, Also, uh, in my early career, worked on uh, a a play by Athol Fugard called called The Road to Mecca, which was just um, uh, a show that stays with me, a play that stays with me. And I think it's because it's it, it was about an artist and an artist's heart. And uh, that was something, when I talk about highlights in my career, I go back to that again and again.
0: And what brought you to the Off-Broadway League?
1: Well, when I started my family and uh, realized that, you know, it was going to really be tough working uh, company management where you, you know, you work six days a week, weekends, evenings, you know. I wanted to have more time with my children, so um, I started looking for a way to do that, and and I um, was invited to um, interview for a job at the Westside Theatre, which was undergoing a major renovation from 1990 into 91, and at the beginning of 1991, January of 91, I took the job as the general manager of the Westside Theatre, and I've been there for 28 years, which is, you know, it's, that's... A long time, and it's you know, people don't stay in jobs that long. But um, I work for a gentleman named Peter Askin, who is the director of the theater, and he uh, has just made a, a wonderful culture there at the West Side Theater, and that's why I've stayed. Uh, so, so that was um, the beginning of my career at the West Side Theater. I really was settled somewhere, and I I got the first uh, call from I think it was Maria Dia who was working with the Off Broadway League for for a long time and and she invited me to to join that community, which is um which has been a, a, home, a second home for me as well, working with my colleagues at the Off Broadway League.
0: Excellent. And can you tell me a bit about what the Off Broadway League does for the city's uh, theater community?
1: uh the off-broadway league was founded in 1959 and it was really about a, a small band of of uh uh you know the founders who believed that working together, you know, in collaboration again, that they could you know do a better job of promoting off-broadway, negotiating with our bargaining partners, uh and you know helping each other along the way, you know, sharing ideas, sharing solutions, sharing resources. And, you know, that's what's been happening since the beginning of time. That's what's still happening now. Uh, And, you know, to that, we have added the, the, you know, the wonderful Lucille Lortel Awards, which is an opportunity to celebrate the excellence that's going on off-Broadway.
0: And you've been with the League for more than... Uh, 25 years now. How have you seen Off Broadway uh, as a community change in those years? It's larger. It's
1: it's <laughs> it's it spread out. You know, uh, I believe this year uh, the nominators who see all of the eligible shows for the Lucille Lortel Awards uh, by the end of the season will have seen 110 shows. Oh wow. So that's amazing that's an amazing commitment for that group of people, and we're you know very, very grateful for them that they do it so it's it's larger, but again, I can still wrap my arms around it and we we can still um, uh, come together and know each other and and um, help each other uh, so how has it changed um, well there have there's a lot of changes. Um, it used to be that a show that was successful in an off-Broadway institutional not-for-profit theater in the early days of my career, if they were a big hit, they might move to a commercial house uh, off-Broadway. Uh, now it seems that it it is really and truly a pipeline for Broadway. Um, some of the institutions have regularly move, moved their shows right to Broadway. Uh, so that sometimes means that, uh, there is a new product coming about, coming into the commercial realm, uh, that is coming in cold, if you will, without a sort of an earlier tryout. Um, and that's, that's tough because advertising dollars are tough, Uh, to come by off broadway the budgets are just proportionately smaller and so it it makes it a, a more of a struggle i think for the commercial shows interesting and
0: as president since you're you've been president for six months now uh what has it been like now that you're in charge and what are your goals what do you hope you can do forward will it make that those transitions easier or uh is that one of your goals
1: well, um, I don't know that I could do that all on my own. that's a t- that's a that's a pretty tough nut to to crack. but um i would I would just correct the notion that I'm in charge. Uh, it's it, this is this is really a labor of love for the people who are involved, for the people who work on the committees and the people who work on the board of directors and volunteer their time on our various committees, which include the collective bargaining with our partners. We have a negotiation coming up this year with the SDC. That's the Society of Directors and Choreographers. Uh, uh, they changed their name over the year, so I have to stop and think. It used to be the Society of Stage Directors and Choreographers, SSDC. Now. Yes. Um, so uh, those people volunteer their time, and we do it in collaboration. I mean, I might have uh, some extra responsibility as president, but um, my commitment to the various, uh, work projects that we have, um, is the same. And all of the people that I work with are, are really, you know, this is a, uh, a shared load for sure. Um, what, what do I, I, I'd like to see more membership involvement in these things that we do. It, It tends to be, we have a board of directors of 21 and they really are, uh, how they have come to be on the board of directors is because they've shown up for the work, uh, you know, and w- once they start pitching in and understanding w- what, how, how great it is for our community to do that work and how much progress we can make when we work together, um, they step up and, and, and hap- happily, we they want to be more involved. And so uh, we try and bring those people onto the board, those worker bees. We're not, it's not a board that, uh, raises money. It's a board that works. Um, so I'd like to bring more of the membership in, uh, and and especially those uh, younger men and women that I'm getting to meet um, through through our committee work. Um, I'd like them to have ownership of the league in the same way that the board does. People in
0: New York City and people who really know about theater certainly know the value of Off-Broadway, but beyond those communities, people really only seem to pay attention to shows in theaters with more than 500 seats. Um, What would you say is the value of Off-Broadway to the overall theater community and to New York City as a whole, as a tourism destination?
1: Well, there's no question that Off-Broadway theaters support... um, Surrounding businesses all over the city. Um, that the fact of Off Broadway um, brings more people into more corners of the city, not just the Broadway box. Uh, but what what it, what it, what Off Broadway really is? I mean, we are, as I've said before, a pipeline uh, for Broadway. You, I'm. You can see right now, dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. Uh, be More Chill, uh, Soon What the Constitution Means to Me. These are shows that uh, had off-Broadway runs, and there are producers who believed that they had a, a, a wider audience. Um, I would suggest that it's not right for every off-Broadway show to, to leap to Broadway. And in some cases, it's because it would it would be taking a, a tremendous chance. With some of these shows that do move to Broadway, we see that there's a belief that there's a much, much, much broader audience. Well, I would suggest that some of the shows that are playing off-Broadway should be the destination of tourists, of people who want to really um, dig into rich theater and hear some micro-stories, some of the stories of that may not be obviously for a broad audience, but that, that tell... About humanity in a way that is um, surprising and maybe unexpected, maybe you didn't think you would connect to this story in any particular way, but you will be enriched if you if you seek out these shows. <laughs>
0: How uh, are you, how is the League and uh, working, obviously, with uh, New York, NYC and company, raising awareness of off-Broadway shows to audiences that may not be familiar with them otherwise? And how does Off-Broadway Week play into that?
1: Well, as I mentioned before, Off-Broadway doesn't have the kind of advertising and marketing dollars that... Um, a Broadway show might have. So this is this is just a tremendous tremendous uh, boon to us to have NYC and Co. Uh, put a spotlight on off Broadway uh, twice a year. That they, they they do have the advertising reach um, to really find the tourists, and that's a that's tough for us. Um, so so that is it's a gift. And, uh, this year they're, they're extending, um, their reach with an audience rewards presale. And that's, that's another, that's a program that, that can be expensive for an off-Broadway show. Um, some off-Broadway shows do it, but, but it's, it's, again, another place where you can maybe reach a person that wouldn't typically go looking off-Broadway to find, um, you know, to, to, with their theater dollars. But, NYC and co helps us to reach them. Uh, it's tremendous. It's, you know, they, they have, uh, generated, um, thousands and thousands of, of ticket buyers for us that we would not have found otherwise.
0: Do you have any statistics uh, beyond thousands and thousands of how many tickets are usually sold and the financial benefit of off Broadway week?
1: Um, it's, you know, the, I would say it's be, between five and ten thousand tickets each wow. time the program nice. uh, comes up. Uh, we've had as many as I think maybe the top number was fifty-six shows being sold uh, through the program. It's it's uh, I, it's that was that was a high, but it's typically around uh, mid uh, thirties, 35 or so shows are being sold through this program and uh yeah i i it's i i, I don't know how to thank nyc and company it's like w- when we uh when we work with them it's it's as if angels are coming down <laughs> and uh and helping us along the way it's 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 um i can't say enough about it
0: that's wonderful and how many years has off-broadway week been running
1: uh, this is the tenth. I think this will be the tenth year. Oh, All right. great! I, I don't, I, I, I'm I'm not wrong about that. I believe it is ten years that we've been running.
0: 10 years, that's a great. So in the, the last 50 years or so, we've seen these iconic shows like Hair and Godspell, Chorus Line, uh, Rent, Avenue Q, Next to Normal. Like you mentioned, Dear Evan Hansen, Be More Chill, Hamilton, obviously. Uh, they grew off-Broadway. They were curated and developed at smaller houses and then transferred to bigger ones. Uh, and you mentioned the value of that pipeline of off-Broadway to on, but should we be looking at Off-Broadway as a, a growing space, or is it an an art form, an industry in its own right, that we need to promote and present rather than just see it first before it moves to a bigger theater?
1: Uh, I think the latter. Um, le- let me see if I understand your question. Uh, There is a benefit to seeing it first, to seeing it in a smaller house. I, I believe. I mean it's 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 what I talked about before. That intimacy right. with the audience. It can't be it it can't be replicated in a in a Broadway house. It's 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 a different experience, I think. Um but yeah, we, we, we should be seeking out these theaters and, and supporting this work. Um and you know, you have the extra added benefit of, you know, you saw it first.
0: Uh, sorry, maybe I didn't phrase my question right. I'm thinking of, uh, you know, I, I've certainly bragged about seeing a show off-Broadway before it transferred, and a lot of people do, but, you know, Godspell ran for how many years off-Broadway before it transferred? It was not a quick, you know, a few-week a few run and then a transfer, but um, is there a value to having a show stay for years, like uh, uh, like the Fantastics, to have that run off Broadway for years, rather than as a stepping stone? That's the end goal, and to promote off Broadway as the end goal instead.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand now, and I think you're right. And I um, I worked on the Fantastics in the box office. Down, oh, so cool! I have in its 25th anniversary year, and I think it made it to 40-some years at the Sullivan Street Playhouse. Oh, yes. I do believe that there are off-Broadway shows that are in the correct space, in the smaller setting, and belong off Broadway, don't need to make the leap to a larger house and actually succeed more in the storytelling uh, within that ability to reach an audience, look into their eyes, have them see into yours. It's it is it is a a, a special um, kind of feeling in those houses
0: excellent uh well listeners you can learn more about off-broadway week at www.nycgo.com slash off-broadway-week and you can learn more about the off-broadway league at offbroadway.org terry byrne thank you so much for your time and for your insights and best of luck with the rest of the week